This episode of Says Who, as always, is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon, where every Sunday you get a whole nother episode of this very podcast just for you. If you give at the five or ten dollar a month level and if you give at that same ten dollar a month level, you get to be a member of the says who sticker club where every month we send you a sticker in the mail special only for you always fun always exciting join up at patreon.com slash says who daniel oh yes maureen johnson i need to talk about books for a second i love it as i said last week says whovia if you are trying to purchase actual physical books, don't worry about it if they're ebooks. You can get those. But if you want actual physical books you can buy in a shop, then you should, and you need them like within the next couple of months. I would advise getting them now. Yeah, it's not bad advice. There is a supply chain problem. The amazing thing about this supply chain problem is that it 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 is every point in the process. You know, yeah. it's not it, like you think, oh, it's a supply like somebody like the manufacturer is having trouble. The manufacturer is having trouble. The shipping is having trouble. The delivery people are having trouble. Mm-hmm. The bookstores that are selling like it's like every link in the chain is fucked. It's like that Fleetwood Mac song, The Chain, except the chain always breaks. It's just like that. Instead of when they they can never break the chain, they can always break the chain. <laughs> it's exactly like that. If you want to get your holiday or whatever day orders in now, you can always go to bookshop.org slash shop slash says who and order them through us. Quick links to all Maureen's books. Yeah. And uh, pretty much any other book that you want, you can find in the old search bar. Also, I'm going to be doing a thing on Instagram and Twitter where if you've gotten a copy of your guides getting murdered in a quaint English village and you want to post a picture of you doing of you showing exactly what you shouldn't be doing or on some dangerous activity like drinking tea or maybe talking to someone or answering a phone and you just hashtag it English murder village. We'll be picking out some photos each day and giving people these amazing signed. I'm going to show you one, Dan, because I got I, a box. I, I don't even know about this. Yeah, it's new. Hold on. The artist, my friend Jay, came the other day and delivered these. So, I'm here. Look at this, Dan. Well, here's the signed prints. Wow. Wow. So, these are. Limited edition, actual signed by the artist Prince. It's like an eleven by seventeen. Yeah, they're really nice, and they're on super like they're on actual like art paper. Man, and then these these book plates that say, "Don't say we Don't didn't say warn we you." Didn't warn you. So, um, so if you Man. post some pictures and po- and tag them, uh, English Murder Village, we'll be picking some out each day to get some really cool actual art. Well, that is some fun stuff. That is some real fun stuff. Speaking of fun stuff, 
You can also go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com and get your Says Who fun stuff straight from us. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com Okay, hey, uh, Maureen, are you... Get out of here. Uh, Get out of here. What? What's going on? Get out. Who are you? Are you talking to me? Wait, is that you, Dan? It's me, Maureen. It's time for the Says Who podcast. Okay. What are you... What are you doing? In the bathroom. Are you pooping? How dare you, Dan? I'm guarding this toilet. Oh, no. Yep. They're still trying? Dan, they're coming for the toilet. They're coming for the floor. And now they're after my sink. Oh. So I'm not leaving. The sink now. They'll pry my sink, floor, and toilet out of my... my, Well, I don't don't want them to meet cold, dead hands, Dan. They're just going to have to go over me to get them. Hey, um, how long have you been in the bathroom? Have you hear the people sing, singing the song of that they're singing? They are trying to take my toilet and my floor once again. If you see the plumbers come, then you better fucking run. They want my sink, but they can fuck right off into the sun. I, Dan, you got to do the show from in here. Oh, We're coming good. here with me. It's going to sound great. Listen, we got 2021. We got to do what we got to do. Okay. I got I- my beans. I got my bins, I got my toilet, I got my floor, I got my sink. If you're in a bathroom with a sink, why do you need your bins? I got my beans. You I got, got my be- bins. Okay. I got my sink, I got my toilet, I got my floor. It's going to be okay, Maureen. I got all my things. And here are all the things, all the things I need. My bins, my toilet, my sink, my floor. Oh, Bins. I love you, Bins. Welcome to Says Who. Jesus Christ. The pot, it doesn't serve as a welcome unless Dan physically recoils from the microphone in shock. The podcast that isn't a podcast. It is a coping strategy, and I am Dan Sinker. And I am surprised Maureen Johnson. You are Maureen Johnson. Last time we recorded, my stomach was grumbling the whole time. Yeah, did you ever eat? I did, but it's going to happen again, Dan, because I haven't eaten. Maybe you should eat first. I had breakfast, but I'm hungry again. But it's, it's, I mean, why not have a snack first? It's in the calendar. Also, it's, um, well, I was doing something. I mean, okay. it, it, we are, you know, it is 140 here. So it is, lun- you know, very much the lunch, lunching period. Yeah. But the you lunch- could have like snacks in a drawer. Nah. Some protein bars or something. Nah. Just snack on them. Nope. Don't even got to leave the desk. Dan, you want to hear what I made for dinner last I night? I do. I made a real fall celebration in a bowl. Okay. So first I made some quinoa. Not that exciting, right? Yeah, but good. I like then the quinoa. Then I put in a bunch of roasted honey do- honey nut squash. Ooh. Some black kale with garlic. Ooh. Some fresh crumbled goat's cheese. Mm. Some little 
tiny baby, baby tomatoes that were super, super sweet. Some avocado. Holy cow. Some savory granola I made. Topped all off with a maple miso yogurt dressing. Holy like all cow. Of, yeah. So the key to all of this, Dan, because that's just a bowl. That's it. You know, like things in bowl. I like assembling bowls. I love yeah. that. Because you can be like, I want a scoop of this. A scoop. Of you can make some of the stuff in advance and be like, scoop, 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 scoop. Yeah. Dress. Savory granola is the key here. It's in, so easy to make. On the top? Yeah. Like as a little cruncher? You can put it on salad. You can put it on soup. You can put it on bowls. You can put it on anything. Wow. So simple to make. Yeah. Well, just some geez. oats. It's just some oats with a little oil and this has a little maple and a little smoked paprika and stuff in there. Mm. I had a couple little almonds. I had a couple leftover dried cranberries. I was like a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Da, 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 da. Put it in the oven for a couple minutes. Boom. You got some fucking savory granola. That's a free, it's a free, um, says who bought apron box tip. Man. Send all the ingredients you need for your savory granola. You're just coming in hot with the tips. Dan, what, once I realized I could make easily make savory granola in really small amounts, so just mm -hmm. a little sprinkle, I'm like, well, this is a game changer. Anyone this far into the pandemic that still has any verve whatsoever for cooking is impressive to me. Well, I have always cooked, Dan. I love to I, cook. I also have always cooked, but I burned out probably mm, six months ago on the whole cooking thinking of things to feed all of us, preparing them and getting them ready and enjoying any part of that process. That that went away, I would say, right around the insurrection. Dan, you know, today, part of what I did this morning was actually make some of the first travel plans. Now, I know I've made several plans to cook. You have. Haven't worked out. But... um we have uh, actually come to a solution here on the travel planning. Okay. So Oscar is going to go to England by himself. Okay. That way, one of us gets, like, we, one of our fears was if you test positive, not just the illness part, but say we even just tested positive randomly. Yeah. And weren't sick. Yeah. We can't fly home. Right. Which is a problem. Yeah. So that was part of the thing that was stressing me out. Right. So I said, you go and you'll be safe with your family and then come back again. And then I separately am going to go on a writing retreat. Oh, nice. So. Where to? Now, this retreat is with some people I know. It was planned for March of last year. Yeah. It too has been moved like two to three times. Yep. It's in Mexico. Wow. I know. Well, but it's also very, nice. very safe. That's awesome. It's in, a, it's in a complete bubble. And I have uh, I've basically worked the travel plans to the point of uh, uh, obsession, maybe. Okay. Am I going to be traveling with a bucket on my head? Maybe. I, how many masks can a person wear? We're going to find out. That's good. But it's actually safer for me to fly to Mexico than it is to fly internally in the U.S. because you also need a, COVID, a negative right. COVID test for that. Yeah, you got to prove prove your worth so um that's a safer flight wow so when is all of this exciting travel i'm going happening? i'm going in november nice he's going in october oh there you go and then 
while he's gone, I will go and visit my family, take the dog, and then allow these people to come in to take my floor, my toilet, and my sink, because apparently those repairs are going to take three days. Oh, my. Because they actually have to kind of blow up the, the bathroom. Entire bathroom. Rip all the pipes out, rip the floor out, replumb everything, and then put the floor back in. Wow. And I said, we should not be here for that. Yeah. So. Well, look at I, that. This feels yeah. like plans that all make sense. It's very exciting. I mean, this is a, I'm really nervous about it, but I'm also super excited about it. I also know it's safe. Yeah. That this place where we're going, they're so obsessed with safety uh-huh. that when you arrive, they disinfect your luggage and they take your shoes wow. and they disinfect your shoes. Like a bowling alley. Yeah. Well, they just, they, because anything you've traveled in, like your shoes and your luggage will all be disinfected. Wow. And then they actually have a, th- a setup where people from a hospital, from the local hospital come to take the test from you to pre-clear for your flight back. Holy cow. So you don't even like it's, it's done with like maximum, like, clearly they've had a lot of time to like really think, uh, think through safety protocols here. Right. So I'm not going to like kooky resort or anything. This is a, like a, private house and they also have a setup where everything is really really safe that's awesome i think i'm going to be safer there than i am here probably because i'm not going to be around randos all the time and you won't get in any fist fights in the uh elevator i mean the elevator situation sometimes i feel it feels a little less fraught right now but i feel nervous saying that maybe it was because a bunch of people were moving in and out and there was but it was really getting fighty. Well, the good news is the first of the month is just a few days away. God a damn whole it. Another moving happens every month. Damn it, Dan. It'll oh, be fine. You're right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Maureen Johnson, can I just can I just take us off track a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Tell you about a piece of culture that uh uh, a number it fi- it was one of those things where people kept talking about it, and finally I was like, I guess I'll watch this. Okay, and it was great. What? And I don't know if you're watching it yet, but you will like it. What? Only murders in the building. I know about this, and I really want to see it. And Oscar doesn't want to watch it, so it I'll have to watch it. Great. I will watch it on my own. This is this leads into the other thing I wanted to say about the travel plans. Okay. Um. I was really nervous about making them, but I was—I I thought through every part of it really carefully. Even talking to my nurse mom, who was the most paranoid person on earth. Uh-huh. And even she's like, yeah, these blends are safe. Yeah. Because it's, I've realized we sit, you know, we're, we're basically in every night. Like we never go anywhere. We yeah. never go any, we walk the dog. Oh, I know. I know how this goes. You know how it is, right? Oh, yeah. And, I definitely realized I had hit some sort of, I had a little bit of a mental health reckoning this week. Oh, did you? Yes, I, I did. Didn't, I didn't note. What do you mean? You seem fine the last few weeks. Really? Oh, yeah. I was burned out. On, oh, really? I didn't. It took me until last week to realize that it was just that I had stress burnout. Yeah. And I think I didn't think I was stressed. Right. Because everything seemed to be under control. 
That was like, part maybe not so much, but you well, convinced parents, yourself of such. My par- as long as people, you know, it's like my parents both got COVID, but they like once my da- see stuff's always my dad has bad health, like stuff's always going on with him. Right. And then my mom was like, I think that I had everything under control. I got all their food. You know, I knew he was in the hospital. He came out and I, I didn't realize what the stress had done to my brain. Yeah. Because I also have a lot of work. Right. And um, I have such a lucky job. So I have such a great job and I get to work from home and I get to do all the, like, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm never stressed. Right. And then I realized that I hadn't really been able to, like, I couldn't hold a thought in my head. Yeah. I just was in a fog all the time. And every time I tried to sit down to actually truly get stuff done, I was like, I can't, I can't, like, I can't quite focus. Yeah. Yeah. So I've kind of had this mental health reckoning. And part of the mental health reckoning was realizing I don't know how to go. I don't know what going out is. Right. Because I never do it. Right. So I don't know how to. And also because of the pandemic, a bunch of people left. Yeah. So some people and I have friends all over and I usually get to see them because I can usually travel or they come here or whatever. And I was like, I don't get to see people regularly. We never go out. And so basically every night we have the same routine of that. We take the walk with the dog the same time every night and then we sit down and have dinner and then we watch TV. It's and then I just had this moment of I. I I'm my brain is melting. Yeah. Um, and I realized these are not bad problems. It's just this. Uh, I was like, I, I wonder how to figure out. And this is, I think, a question a lot of us have is how do we reworld and when right. do we reworld and what is the correct way to do it? Right. Um, so a lot of that had to think of. Is it OK to travel under what circumstances and why? Yeah. Because um, I wasn't going to go on this retreat to work because I was like. It's not essential travel. Right. And then I thought, well, it actually kind of is essential travel because it's actively part of my job. Right. You got to get your work done. I got to get my work done. it's probably also good for your brain. It's also the safest possible way. This trip happens to be particularly safe. Right. So if I'm going to reintroduce myself to the world, I was like, this is a very safe door that's opened. Yeah. So... I'm t- am I just talking? Am I using you as a therapist right now? Yeah, it's good. Do I need therapy? Yes. Oh no. Oh no. I was um I was doing an interview yesterday for a piece that I'm working on, and um, at one point I said to the person, "Can I ask you a personal question?" And they were like, "Sure." I was like, "Have you have you done therapy?" And they were quiet for a really long time, and then they were like. No, but maybe I should. <laughs> mm. I was like, yeah, probably. Well, I think I just needed to take some really simple steps because I, I realized when the focus was so like, you'll see, you, I don't know if you can see this, but I have three notebooks here, a calendar, a calendar, another notebook, a notebook. Like I am trying so hard to figure out to, how to make it work. Yeah. And I'm actually starting to make progress on like simple, healthy steps. 
I got way off on the training. The trainer is like, the trainer just sent me, put my calendar together the other day. And it just said, girl, (laughs) just do 20 minutes of yoga or some meditation or something. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) You know, I ride my folding bike inside the house, which I love. Love my folding, my $90 folding bike. Best investment I ever made at the start of this pandemic. That and the folding camping table that we use for everything in our lives. I don't know how to put, I don't know how to quit you folding camping table. And I can't right now because, you know, Oscar still works. table is Yeah, like Oscar still works from home. Someone, uh, the artist who, Jay, who made these came over the other day. He actually, he's like, can I, he came in and brought me the box. And we're just so, it's so like, oh yeah. A vaccinated friend can come in like right. my friend Julie was here. So he came in and he saw the setup. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, I know it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> like when I describe to people just how long it is, like how much computing equipment and monitors are here, they're they're like, OK. And then they see it. They're like, holy shit. Like it's like, all. <laughs> it looks like I'm running um, like a. Oh, God, what is it called when they have the airplanes? Flight uh, control. Air, air, yeah. Air traffic control. Yeah. I, I don't I don't even remember what that's called. I'm starting to forget how things are. <laughs> You're doing good. I'm actually fine. It's just. Yeah. Think, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think a lot of us are doing this like where we. Damn. Have you look. Oh, like you've been any better? Has someone oh, I, been in your I'm house? I'm not saying you are. I am great, and you are not great. Uh, but there is a funny thing. Your your default setting is to go. I am actually fine. Yeah, but but it's also okay to be like I'm a fucking mess. I don't think I am though, because I have been a mess at points in the past, and this is not that. Okay. Like I've had pretty severe anxiety. Yeah. Um, turns out I had super bad anemia that I didn't know about. My brain was actually kind of shocking so badly from it um, that I was in a constant state of super anxiety to the point where one time Oscar had to buy a ticket to fly. This was way back, back from Eng- when I was flying home from England. I couldn't even get on the plane by myself. Jesus. So he got on a flight with me. It's a, yeah, turns out really, 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 really bad undiagnosed anemia will basically send your make sparks fly off your brain. That's not good. This is not that. This is just a little like. Well, whew, I get that. I don't this know how anything that, works. but it oh, feels like on. that's a very high bar also, for things are not great. Also, it's fine. Dan. Also, <laughs> I have a little bit of seasonal affective disorder, so I have three light therapy lamps. All right. I have a big desk one. I have a portable one. But last year, I got these. What is that? These glasses are light therapy glasses. Oh, my. Fuck yeah. Right? What does this look look like? Awesome. Bananas. No, I look awesome. Take this picture, man. All right. I'm getting it. Hold on. (laughs) This shit is portable. This shit shit, is. Because when you have your light therapy, you have to sit in front of it and you can't move because you have to. But this, you can walk around the house. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. And look super cool doing it. You look 
it you yeah you also, look, it kind of ends up making you look like uh Jordy from Star Trek no or? like a like the way that it lights exclusively your eyeballs it ends up you kind of have that sort of uncanny valley 3D rendered look also this little case is very portable yes so you know anywhere you go you have this little do 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 I'm just saying self care this is all about self care it is well this was a long divergence hold on i'm saving the screen nothing's nothing's divergent dan well no but from originally saying you should watch only murders in the building i'll do that when i'm riding my bike girl it is 20 minutes of yoga it is so good and uh i was hesitant because I'm not particularly interested in uh, New York's Upper West Side and rich people generally. Um, But boy, is it good. It is uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short and uh, Selena Selena Gomez Gomez. as uh, folks that live in a very fancy building in in New York's Upper West Side. And there is a murder there. But they are, uh, and this might be a familiar thing to you, they are... um, true crime podcast junkies mm-hmm. and they decide that they're going to make a podcast about the death that happened in their building and it is really well done expertly plotted really interesting twists and turns this is as much a kind of a character study as it is a, anything else and it is a lot of fun well because uh, we have a <laughs> That's going to be me for me during my workouts. Girl, it was when I saw the girl that I knew. Oh, <laughs> it's really good. I would also say it feels very British. If that is a if that is a helpful no, sales I, pitch I, to Oscar. I, I actually because we have show I have shows that I watch while I'm doing. So the way I got the trainer from your wife. Yeah. And jams. what she does is that she uh, we not uh, she's in Texas. I've never I've never met her in person, but she she has a little calendar. There's a little app and she just tells me what to do each day and I do it. Or I don't and then eventually she sends me DMs like are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like I'm fine. It's It's fine. really fun though. The title sequence is very uh, Edward Gorey-esque, in fact. All right, I'm ready for this now. Now the I have whole, the whole thing feels like a Maureen Johnson like honey trap. Okay. Now I know it's good to know because now I, I have shows that I watch while working out and then we have our calendar of what we watch while we eat. Okay. You have a calendar. Yeah. Well, it's like what night of the week. So we have QI. Well, what is that? Oh, that's the best English panel show there is. Oh, okay. It's the greatest show ever. Oh, well, there you go. Um, It's, it's just like a, it's a quiz show about interesting information, but it's okay. a comedy show. And it's, yeah. it used to be hosted by Steven Fry and now it's hosted by Stanley Totsvig. And it's been on, I don't know, this is like the 20th season of it. Okay. But seasons are shorter in the UK. Yeah. Um, so we have that. We have Wellington Paranormal. Yeah. We have What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. There's a new Taskmaster in the UK out. Wait, what? It started? Yep. When? First week was just this last week. Holy shit. And now we have Great British Bake Off. Right. Well, there you go. But when you realize, and we, 
early pandemic, I can tell what phase of the pandemic we were in by what we were watching through. Like yeah. what show we were going through. I'm like, oh, that was the Agatha Raisin phase. I literally had to type into my family's group chat that the British Taskmaster has started. It's so good. It has a great new cast. Dan, Bettine, I'm just saying. Bettine was just lamenting the end of the New Zealand season two Taskmaster. Well, you're in luck. Maybe they did it so it would be back to back. Could be. So, Dan, all of this is a long way of saying that I have forgotten how to out to other. Yeah. And then before it was like, well, it's good to forget how to other because we can't other. Right. And now it's like there's a blinking yellow light on the other. Yeah. Are you othering? Uh, I, I think maybe I need to know what you mean by other. Well, you've gotten in the camper. So you guys have yeah. done that. Yeah, we did that. Uh, we did that the week before they started realizing just how shitty Delta was. And especially the week before they realized like, oh, if you're vaccinated, guess what? You can also get COVID. Right. Um, I think had all of that happened, we may not have jumped in uh, to the camper. But it was good that we did in part for that sort of sense of, oh, look, we can function in the world. But um, but since we came back, we have, you know, basically gone back into a level of, you know, not really going out. I mean, the the teen is the most going out because he has to go to school. Right. Uh, The little one is not and also is not vaxxed. We um, me and Janice and the little one went to a park this past weekend. And usually we kind of give a little eye to see like, is it super overcrowded or anything like that? And this one was super chill. So we were like, all right, we're going to go. And we walked up and somebody called my name and I'm like, well, huh? And it turned out it was a, an old friend who I have not seen in a very long time and her, uh, her partner and their kids. And it was like, Oh, okay. We're doing this now. Like we're talking to people that we know and Okay. But actually, you know what? Then it was done. And Janice and I were both like, hey, look at that. You can talk to people. It's all right. Yeah, that's really good to do. Yeah. But uh, that was a but pure happenstance. We have not we have not been doing a lot of that in part because we are still fucking waiting for. Yeah, a well, you, for the I mean, one. The, the difference, I guess, in a, with, a, with you guys, the big difference is that you have a little one. Yeah. Indeed, and I'm not particularly interested in that kid getting COVID. Oh, neither am I, Dan. I don't like that thought one at all. He is, uh, as we speak, actually, he and Janice are going and getting him a flu shot. Little guy. He's gonna have he's gonna have his little flu shot. Well, now that we've done therapy, Dan, luckily there's no uh, what I need is there not to be any weird news or anything to disrupt this piece. That you've put in my head. All right. Great. Says who is made possible by you. Dan. Through your support of our I've Patreon. Noticed, I've noticed Patreon. something. Patreon.com slash says. Hmm? There's three more pages of notes here. I know, but you just said no weird news. Nothing to disrupt. So but, we're uh, good. Where every Sunday you I'm get just gonna an have extra. A look. Bo- don't do that. I'm just going to have a episode quick... of says who. Oh. If you give at the five Dan? or ten. Hmm. Dan, what's this? All right, fine. So Maureen Johnson. Why does this say 
Why does it say penis? Yeah. Yeah. Dan? Yeah. Our theme music is performed by Dan. Ted Leo. Dan. Dan, what's happening? Dan, what's happening? Nothing. Dan? Nothing. Dan? Our logo is designed Dan. by... Yeah. What? What's happening? All right. Are we doing this? Well, now... Yes. Lesser Trump press secretary, Stephanie Grisham. Oh, no. Maureen Johnson is the latest member of the administration. Which one was she? So she filled the press secretary job between Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Kaylee McEnany. McEnany. You might not remember her because she never held a single press briefing. Which so would she be, was the best one. Would be the main job of the press right. secretary, but she did not do them. Right. She has a new tell-all book because she is trying to do some reputation laundering now. Sure. Called, and I quote, I'll take your questions now. A statement she never made as press secretary because she never took any questions. Yeah. She explains that part in the book. Excerpts are coming out now. Explains why she never took a single briefing because, quote, I knew that sooner or later the president would want me to tell the public something that was not true or would make me sound like a lunatic. Okay. Well, I see your point. Seems like maybe you're not in the right job. Or oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you could admit that at the time. Right. Might have been helpful to know mm -hmm. that the press secretary was worried. One of the examples cited for what she meant was when the Ukraine call came out. Was she, was she around for that? She was around for that. And Trump wanted to, and I quote, reenact the call with her. In front of the press, where assuming he would play himself and she would play the president of Ukraine. Like like a like a re like a like on like a crime you show? And I do. Like a full on reenactment. Like a full on says Hooster Peace Theater. Yeah. But she didn't do that. Uh, other things that came out in the book. Do you remember pre COVID year before COVID no. ever came along? No. Well, true. Donald Trump took a mysterious weekend trip to Walter Reed Medical Center. Yeah, he did. They never really explained why. And everyone was like, well, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Turns out he was there for a couple of hours and then was back. And right. Turns out it was so that he could get a colonoscopy. OK. But the reason why everyone was quiet about it and never said that's what he was doing right. was because he refused to have it done under anesthesia because if they put him under they would have to turn the control of the presidency over to Mike Pence momentarily and he thought that would and I quote show weakness so he had a Waken colonoscopy? Yeah. Right up, wide awake. So that he wouldn't have to turn the power of the presidency over to Mike Pence. Well, Dan, 
there's a lot happening in that sentence. First of all, <laughs> that's in my head now. Yeah. Donald Trump colonoscopy is not something I wanted in my head. No. Now, <laughs> and so they couldn't admit to this because obviously the press would say, oh, he's having a colonoscopy. So uh, what is the process from which Mike Pence will be in charge for this time? Because it's, you know, whenever a president goes under, right. the vice president takes over momentarily. So okay. that would have been asked. So instead, they were just like, oh, he's just going to Walter Reed for no reason. Don't worry about it. For fun. But p- people do. Yeah. Now, Dan, mm-hmm. I don't hate this story as much as you might think. Okay. I don't. Because there's a lot of ass pain involved. Yes. For Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. That he. That he, there's no way that's fun. No. No. There's a reason they put you under. Yeah. So, I don't hate it. No. No. I like how how terrible that must have been for him. Yeah. So I don't hate it. I've got one you will hate. Uh, well, Dan. I mean, let's not. All right. Uh, what is it? When uh, he called. Stephanie Grisham, uh, while he was flying on Air Force One to defend his penis after Stormy Daniels said that it looked like Toad from Mario Kart. Now, who's really suffering in this story, Dan? Is it me or you? (laughs) I think that it's all of us. It is the one little detail in this whole book that actually made me feel some empathy for Stephanie Grisham because I cannot imagine... Or maybe it's just that I have a, a that part of the brain that is designed around self-preservation yeah, is I think not allowing that. me to imagine the level of detail that he must have gone into on that phone call. Now, Dan, I, I don't have any part of my brain that has sympathy for any of the Trump staff. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. Correct. What, what was that call like? I'm not, I don't know. I don't, what Let's call? try. No, no, no. Ring, ring. No. Ring, ring. No, I am not engaging in this. Ring, in ring. In any way, shape, Answer or form. Answer the phone, Dan. No, I'm ring, letting ring. it ring. I'm ring. just going to let it ring. Ring. Going to voicemail. Ring, ring, ring. Stephanie, pick up. Ring, ring. Pick it up, Stephanie. I have you've reached the voicemail of Stephanie Grisham. Hey, I can't come to the phone right now. Me. Just leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Beep. So the press is saying that my dick is like, uh, what is this, Luigi? This is how Trump talks, by the way. <laughs> hey, uh, it doesn't like it's not like the Luigi. It's more like um, sort of like a Pac-Man. It's weird. It's kind of got like a chomp chomp thing. And I want the press to know that uh, it's real big. I carry it around in uh, what I use. I make Eric carry it. He's got to carry it around like uh, like a bridal train, except in the front. So he's got to walk in front of me. So I'm always looking at his ass and about my ass. About my ass. (laughs) Is that a good book title, Stephanie, about my ass? My ass is fantastic. Anyway, my dick is so incredible. Everyone says so. 
Everyone that's seen it has said, whoa, Trump Tower, except sideways. Uh, it's um, Eric. 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 Eric, I got to call him because he's so far away because he's holding my Eric. How big's my dick? Oh, it's real big, Dad. That's right. Where's Junior? It's been a while since we've done an episode that has a content warning. Where's Junior? Jesus. He's in the bathroom. He's, I think he's doing cocaines. All right. At least he has a job. Ah, thanks, Dad. I didn't say anything. Ah, all right, Dad. I'll go back and hold it again. I don't know God. what's happening. My brain. Oh, my word. Am I okay? Oh, you are not. Uh, really uh, apparently sorry, everybody. Also, Vladimir Putin would mm-hmm. use attractive interpreters to distract Trump during their meetings. What? He could just use a, a shiny object. Yeah, he could just have like a tinfoil ball. Yeah, string. <laughs> uh, and the final piece, which is truly a, a just a gift wrapped inside a larger gift wrapped right? inside like a watermelon wrapped inside a. New I don't car. like the sound of this at all. There was a White House aide, Maureen Johnson, that people called, and I quote. The music man, whose job was, quote, to play him his favorite show tunes, including memory from cats, to pull him from the brink of rage. What? I did not read these notes, Dan. Apparently, there was an aide whose job... Was oh, I to heard play you. Andrew Lloyd Webber hits to calm Donald Trump down. Dan, we do this with our dog. <laughs> I'm not joking anymore. Is he just sort of is he just kind of a spine with eyes? Like, is it is there a fully functioning anything else? Or is he just a central nervous system that kind of twitches along and slides along the ground? It to me, the the this idea that sort of he's raging and everyone's scrambling to pull this one kid with an iPod in, right? Who can then it's like suddenly it's like you know who that is? Oh, the Lord in the moonlight. That's the kid. Yeah. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. <laughs> hey, kid. Yeah. That's... Listen, he, he, he's he's in there. He's breaking plates. You go, Do you have your phone? Do you have your phone? Quick. So, yeah. hook, hook it up to the Sonos. Come on, quick. None of us can do it. Come on. Oh, quick, quick. Hey, oh, God. I can quick. do it. Quick. He's, he's near I'll, the window. Quick, 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 I'll quick, quick. Just quick, sing quick. it. Quick. Okay. Okay. Louder. Alert in the moonlight. More feeling. I can smile at the old days. Softer. I was beautiful then. Good. I remember. 
swell. The time I knew what happiness was. And down again, good. He's, like, he's listening. He's turned around. He's turned around. He's watching. Come on, this is the big part. Come on, do it, do it, do it. I got really dizzy. Hold on. <laughs> really light. I had to sit down. Kid, kid, quickly, quickly, quickly. Kid, 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 kid. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's picked up. He's got a hammer. Uh, too much. He's that got a hammer. too much in my head. I got dizzy. I had to fall back into my little fainting stool. I wonder what other musicals he likes. I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber tracks well with the theory that every piece of his entire existence stopped in like 1985. So let's see. Maybe he's uh he could be listening to uh Jesus Christ Superstar. Probably. Um that's my imitation of the opening. I like it. I knew. I knew it. Um maybe he's listening to Godspell. Now that's not Andrew Lloyd Webber. No. That would be hilarious. What's the one where everyone was trains and they rode around in roller Starlight skates? Express? That one I think he probably All I loves. remember that is that one guy goes, steam. That's all I remember. <laughs> Saw it. Don't remember anything except the guy saying steam. Okay. Uh, he could be listening to Joseph and the 40 fuss had made her. Huge pile. He was one of Egypt's millionaires. Joseph in the Technicolor Dream. I would assume, thinking about it now, his like of cats probably has to do far more with the sort of record-breaking aspect of cats than like that it was because it was the what the longest running show and the biggest grossing show for a very long time. Uh, that's why he likes cats, right? And he it's just gotten... really associates with Grizabella, the glamour cat. He's he's not trying to get to the jealousy ball or whatever it is. Jellico ball. I don't know anything. Jellico cats. I'm come not out very to... cultured, Maureen. Do, 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 this when do, it comes do, do, to cats. Do, do, do. Yeah. We tried to watch the movie and made it about 28 seconds in. And both Janice and I were like, we are done. Oh, with well, that. you don't watch the movie. Well, I'm not going to the play. What do you think? I'm going to the play? I saw the play. Well. that And the cats that, come out at you and they're like, nah, we're cats. Yeah, they definitely are. They have spiky are. hair, cool spiky hair. The music man. I wonder Somebody's if he listens. got to get the music man over here. He's freaking out. Does he listen to the music man? Oh, 76 trombones. Yeah. I could see him being into a lot of like marching music. Oh yeah, this is a guy that relaxes. Big John to, Philip to Sousa, Sousa guy. Yeah, there's yeah. Like, there's a there's an oboe in there or a sousaphone. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Relax, I love put on the this. sousaphone because it's the biggest instrument. Is it? Uh, of a of a horn. Is it bigger than a tuba? Uh, I don't know. Sousaphone you can carry. Wraps around your head like a snake. Right, but the sousaphone wraps around your whole body. Like Which a snake. Which is bigger? I'm, I'm finding out. Neither of us was in marching band. No. We didn't have a marching band at my school. All right. 
which is bigger? Well, there, which all, is bigger? All sousaphone the marching- has a broad bell. Come on. Come on, Sahazubi is waiting. Some I know. Already but- know. They already know the answer, Dan. I'm not getting waiting useful on you. information here. Ah. Okay. The question of which, what instrument is bigger than a tuba? The sousaphone. All right. There you go. But they're all like snakes wrapped around you. Although then, is the tuba the biggest instrument? The answer is the tuba is the largest and lowest brass instrument. So, have you noticed that Google is useless now? No. Is it? Google feels useless to me now. I I cannot get useful information from Google most of the time. Anyway, point Well, then being, what are we going to do for anything? I know. Well, I think that's a valid question. Uh, Donald Trump issued a statement, I'm assuming by fax, saying predictably, quote, Stephanie didn't have what it takes, and that was obvious from the beginning. Now, like everyone else, she gets paid by a radical left-leaning publisher to say bad and untrue things. Well, first of all, clearly what it takes is no gag reflex. And second, <laughs> oh boy, oof. Oof. not in the way you're thinking. Oh. oh, my. I just meant... Maureen Johnson is working blue today. No, that's not what I meant. I just meant with like, if you got a call with Donald Trump saying about his penis and then you didn't want it, you can't throw up. All right. Got it. Oh, thank you I'm for sorry. clarifying. Your mind. <laughs> if you sat here listening to your monologue about Donald Trump's penis, that's where your mind would be. Too. Look, I don't want to be I don't want to be doing this either, Dan. <laughs> anyway. She got paid by her radical left-leaning publisher, Maureen Johnson. Her radical left-leaning publisher is HarperCollins. Noted radical left-leaning publishers. Basically, it's like, what, Haymarket Books and then HarperCollins. No, it's often Simon & Schuster. (laughs) Well, that's the right-leaning. That's the radical right-leaning publisher. That's the radical right-leaning, yeah. I mean, Harper, yeah, I'm disappointed. (laughs) <laughs> that they did, you know, it's not my imprint, obviously, not where I'm at, but it's but a real disappointment that this nobody you know, would describe Harper Collins as a radical, no, left leaning publisher. It's just a really big publisher. It's just a very big publisher. They're all just really big publishers. Yeah, yeah, but it is by no means like an anarchist press. No, no. Anyway, Maureen Johnson. I can't believe I just you thought, went there with the with the gag thing. I was, I didn't even have any other thought of what you were talking about. Oh boy, this is what Trump has done to you. Yeah, to me, he's ruined you. To me, he's he's taken your innocence. To me, I still have my innocence. I don't think so. I'm not sure that you do. This is not okay, Dan. Says Sylvia is blushing. You've upset them. I have upset them. Yeah. I don't think Apologize. that's accurate. Apologize. I'm not sure that this is an accurate assessment Apologize. of the situation here. Apologize to everyone like, for everything. I feel like this is maybe not the way things went down. 
You're not going to apologize? Is that what you're saying? I don't think I have anything to apologize for. All right, let's move on. I was the one sitting here while just a steady stream of filth spread forth through I, your it mouth. It wasn't filth. All I was saying is that Eric carries his father's penis around. <laughs> because he doesn't have any other job. Oh, my goodness gracious. Or at least that's what he would claim. Oh, my goodness. I don't like it either. None of wow. us asked for this. We're all you just did. here. I was trying to end the episode 25 minutes ago, and you were like, what's this? And I was like, let's not do it. Dan. Hmm. None of us want this. (laughs) These are just the situations we find ourselves in. It's true. It's true. That part is true. Says Gooby, I just want to apologize for Dan. What? He's sorry. He's very sorry. He's holding up a sign that says, I'm sorry. Anyway, I noticed you sat down. I did sit down. I needed to sit down. <laughs> it's just I had to sit. Did, did it just take it out of you? It did. I will tell you that singing memories. I almost fainted. Just I mean, he's not well. He's always standing up and then he just pulled the microphone closer yeah. and sat down. I did. I did. I did. Again, we're very sorry. Well, says who is made possible by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where every Sunday, (laughs) if you give it the five or $10 a month, you get more of this, you get more of this, usually less filthy. I will say. Dan. Hmm. Nothing. At patreon.com slash says who. Who, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. He's not filthy. Our logo is designed by Darth. Who is less filthy than Darth? My word. Nobody, nobody. The most wholesome red panda in the world. He just likes potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. He just likes potatoes. That's it. That's what Darth likes. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y at sayswhopodcast.com can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. You could also join the fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord and you, yes, you please spread the word, subscribe and leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to this thing. And you can join us next Wednesday, October 6th. That doesn't, Sound right? No. But it, it is true. I don't know. Okay. It's October 6th, next Wednesday. Hi. Hi. You can join us then for our next episode. And until then, sitting out of breath in my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And listen, Dan says he's sorry. We're all fine. Everything's fine here. <laughs> From a a nicer place, a cleaner place, a more wholesome place. Oh, okay. I thought you were describing your actual nice, clean home. Well, it's pretty clean. It looks clean. Honestly, as we've been talking, I've been sitting here polishing things. I know. I've noticed that as well. Yeah, I polish things. What what is that? I'm polishing my 
my earbud case. You're polishing your earbud case. I just clean it from. I also clean my phone case. Okay. With a little with a little alcohol solution, you'll get the smudges off. Wow. I like clean things. What I do. This is this is basically the entire way I clean in uh, my desk. I just have a little little uh, air canister and I a just... little a little uh, alcohol solution and a, and a little chamois and you can sit here and you can remove little as you talk you could just it helps me concentrate okay and not think too much about the penis stuff oh polish my phone yeah I just like to polish things Dan okay. I clean my desk every day I clean the desk do you really? I have a wow. glass desk, so I have to clean it for fingerprints and smudges each day. Uh, kind of the conclusion of the day is like just give a little polish. for crimes. Well, I mean, you could live with fingerprints and smudges. I don't like smudges. <laughs> you should see the level of just pure abject filth that we live in. It is remarkable. Everyone I mean, gave up partway through the pandemic. Every now and then we'll be like, remember when we cleaned at lunch every day? Like the little one, like Clorox wiped the light switches and mm-hmm. we vacuumed. And one time we washed them. No, we don't do any of that now. And you now used to put like, up banners every week. Yeah, we did. That got to the point where we couldn't see out the window anymore. So we had to take those down. How many weeks has it been now, Dad? I don't know. We lost count. Many, 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 many. And we, uh, no, it's been, well, I mean, it's been 18 m- months, <laughs> so 18 times four, whatever that is, do that math. 36 times two, be uh, 72 weeks. Is that it? That's that a lot. That doesn't seem like very much. It seems like a lot. We, um, Maureen Johnson, we- More like around 500 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stopped. Uh, I stopped my journaling. I stopped the quarantine day count when we left uh, on our trip, so I don't no longer have a full running count of the number of days either. What was that day? Uh, I don't have. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Oh wait, I do. Hold it on. would have been around four hundred, right? Yeah, it was some. Hold on. This is my July through September okay. journal with a. Says who sticker on? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! All right, it was. Let's see. All right, yeah, it was day four hundred and ninety. Four hundred ninety was the last one, and that was July sixteenth. So now we are well into September. So a lot. It's a lot. We're probably more around day six hundred than if you really kept counting. Yeah, probably. Right. Well, thank you. Says who? Um. Yeah, you're, I think you're just supposed to say your name at this point. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this is... Fine. <laughs> this is... <laughs> and this has been Says Who. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Oh, no. Oh, no. See you tomorrow.